My Life Now is a half-hour podcast show which regularly features reviews of new releases and all-time classics of both traditionally published and self-published books. Tune in for special guest interviews and, of course, helpful tips to not only write your next book, but also to help market it. My Life Now is most often referred to as a great way for authors to get quality exposure and avid readers to discover their next read. Without further delay, here's another stimulating episode of My Life Now. Welcome back to another episode of My Life Now. Once again, I am your co-host, Dallas Montague, and here in the studio today, we have another amazing guest, Rachel Knoll. How are you today, Rachel? It's great to have you here. Oh, I'm great. It's lovely to be here. Thank you, Dallas. Yeah. And we're here today to talk about your newly released book, At War With Stars. Yeah, it's so exciting. You know, it's my third poetry collection, and it's so great to have it out in the world finally. It's something I've been working on for the last year, and feedback is great so far, so I'm really, really happy about that. Mm -hmm. And before the show we started here, I was taking a look at your links, your podcast, your website, your Instagram, and some things like that, and you really do have a great following, and people are commenting a lot, and it's a great thing. I'm really interested to talk with you today. It is, yeah. You know, I'd never... Uh, you know, for a while, I was kind of like hesitant to like be a person who was on the internet, you know, just for a lot of reasons. <laughs> I but... <laughs> understand that for sure. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it's really worked out for me. And I'm really thankful that, you know, five years ago, I decided to kind of put myself out there and start sharing my writing. And, you know, it's it's been a beautiful thing. I'm very thankful. That's for a great it. thing. Yeah, well, I'm excited to hear your journey about that a little bit. Before we get started, can you share just a little bit about yourself, Rachel? Where are you mm-hmm. from? What are you doing now? And what got you started into writing? No, absolutely. Um, so I grew up in Cleveland, Ohio, but I'm currently living in Denver, Colorado. I've been here for the last five years. I always knew I wanted to be a writer. Uh, in high school, I would tell people about it. Um, but I always thought I would be a fiction writer. And then I started, you know, teaching when I got out of school. I thought, you know, being an English teacher and being a writer was kind of a great pairing. Um, and while it was being a teacher, you know, you kind of work 60 hours a week and you don't have time to write. And that's really difficult. Um, sorry about that. My dog has a lot to say right now. <laughs> um, you know, you don't really have a ton of time to write. So I quit my teaching job and I started a marketing company and I was able to start freelance writing from there. And then I was able to kind of like take off and create a space just because I had more time. And poetry is really conducive to social media. So I kind of, you know, started writing poetry, which I didn't ever expect. Um, and, you know, since then I've been on this journey. You know, I've written three books now. Um, I have many poetry and nonfiction pieces published in journals around the country. And, you know, this is kind of my full-time gig and I love it. Hmm. And what kind of, what's your atmosphere? Because I've always wanted to talk to a writer about where do you do this? Do you go to a coffee shop, the casual writing style? Where do you fit best when you're writing? You know what? I think I try to allow myself to be creative everywhere. And while that's not possible, just because life can often get in the way, I think there are a couple of places that I really find conducive. I do love coffee shops. You know, before COVID, I probably spent four hours a day in a coffee shop, um, you know, doing work and doing creative projects. And then nowadays, you know, it kind of just like comes to me. I I write in spurts. Um, You know, I'll sit down, write for an hour, be done. Um, 
And, and the funny thing is, like, sometimes I'll even, you know, wake up in the middle of the night and I'll, like, have an idea of words in my head. Wow. And I'll just, you know, snag my phone and, you know, write them into the notepad section and then put it down and revisit in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, but I try That's to, passion. like, give... Yeah, I try to, you know, give myself the flexibility to let that happen anytime, even though, you know, sometimes it's life gets in the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I'm sleeping, I like to just stay sleeping. <laughs> That's yeah. not my best creative <laughs> moments, but I can understand. I, I get it. <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and it's random. Like sometimes I'll sit there and I'll I'll say it like over and over again in my head. I'm like, okay, is that worth writing down? Is that worth writing down? Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, oh, okay, damn it. Like, and then I'll go pick up my phone and mm-hmm. write it down. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not big into the poetry. I'm not really familiar with it, but I know from mm-hmm. school, there's a lot of different styles of poetry. Absolutely. And so what style would you say that yours is? I would say predominantly prose. Um, that being said, this this collection, particularly At War With Stars, definitely explores some more traditional elements of poetry. I have some, I have some you know, rhyming stuff in there, some villanelles. Um, in there, which are, you know, like 15th century poetic styles. Those are things that I was not writing probably two years ago. And, and after I completed my master's program in creative writing, I really found myself kind of diving into, you know, more traditional aspects of that. Um, at the same mm-hmm. time, I try to put my kind of modern twist on tradition. Um, so I, I hope for people who, whether you like modern poetry or traditional poetry, that this collection can kind of, you know, hit hit the spot for you. Mm-hmm. And this is your style, you know, it's, it's the Rachel mm-hmm. style. Okay. I try, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and I do want to ask, you keep saying the poetry collection. And mm-hmm. so are you saying that these are all related or are they all s- different topics? Okay. So there's this past collection that I just published. So the book that I just published at War with Stars, um, mm-hmm. it, it explores self-discovery. There are two sections in the book. One is seeking and one is finding, um, you know, the, po- the, the collection of poems itself. So there are, you know, a hundred some in this book, particularly, uh, really explore um, kind of different aspects of identity and questioning the world. You know, I think that in many ways, this piece of work embodies kind of the different wavelengths that we all have in relationship to, you know, ourselves and our, you know, surroundings. Um, mm-hmm. I think we all we all come to crossroads at different times in our life, and I think that this piece of work really exemplifies that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, ha- I have had some people ask me this question, like when, when you start writing a book, you have a theme kind mm-hmm. of in mind when you begin. And I'm going to say no. Um, I, what I, what I did with at war with stars was, you know, I had, I had a, I had, you know, maybe 20 poems that had come out of my master's program that I was really excited about, but I was nervous to share them because, they weren't poems that were necessarily conducive to sharing on social media. They were longer pieces. Um, again, you know, Twitter and Instagram where I have, you know, really big audiences, it's not a great place to share like a 29 poem just because, you know, you go on social media and you want like the instant gratification, the quick stuff. Um, and, and there just wasn't really a place for me to share these things. Um, you know, shopping them around to publishers kind of individually, literary magazines. A couple of them were published. Um, and I was like, you know what? I really love this. Like, what can I, what are the themes here? And it really came down to, okay, there's, there's a new kind of style that I'm exploring. There's this underlying theme of nature. Um, I think nature has kind of, you know, it's just injected itself into my poetry because of where I live. And I think mm-hmm. that, you know, again, that is kind of a testament to poetic tradition. So I thought, okay, how can I, 
kind of honor this new writing style and this path that I'm going down while at the same time staying true to kind of my bread and butter and what I've been doing for the last five years and, you know, push boundaries at the same time. Um, so I didn't start this this book with the intention of a theme. Um, but once I had, you know, maybe 80 poems, I started, you know, looking for those relationships and themes, came up with a title, finished the book with, the, you know, the 20 remaining poems. And I was like, okay, this is the direction I'm moving in. <laughs> but I don't know. I mm-hmm. do I do know writers who sit down and write books and they say, okay, I'm writing a book about this. Um, I have never been like that. <laughs> so it's, yeah, I just um, let it happen and then kind of draw the map from there. With social media, and I know I've been following your Instagram a little bit, and so are some of those excerpts from the book or is it your own thoughts different? Some are and some are not. Um, some okay. of the stuff I have shared um, on there from the book, but I mean, I have a couple thousand posts on there. Those are, you know, poems that I write every day. Um, so if I post mm-hmm. something, if I post a poem on Instagram, um, it's because I typed it on my typewriter that day. Mm, that's um, a, I like the typewriter. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah. It definitely makes it so much more intentional. You know, you always think that writing something is intentional. That's great to write with a typewriter. I think it really brings something magical to the experience for me. Um, and then there's kind of this nostalgia that I think readers love. Mm-hmm. And so I'm sure you wrote the whole book on the typewriter. Like just I didn't first try. Oh, I didn't. I didn't write the whole book on the typewriter. <laughs> um, some of the stuff I've written out in typewriter, but no, I you know the the classic running word document and the copying and pasting from different sections and things like that. But um, maybe at some point I'll write the whole collection and um, you know auction it off to a to a very happy reader. I think that would be a great challenge to write it all first take on a typewriter. It would be tough. It would be gorgeous, though. Yeah, I think it would be really pretty. (laughs) And I do want to go back to the title, At War With Stars. So you Mm -hmm. said your overall theme, you did not have that going into it, but that's kind of what you came out with. So Mm -hmm. what's the book more about to have that title? So I think there are points in our lives where we always come to crossroads. And I think oftentimes we look to the sky, like whether, whether it's a religious thing, whether it's like you're having a spiritual moment yourself or whether it's like, you're thinking about fate and you're like, how the heck did I get here? Like, what, what is the universe doing to me? Right. We ask questions of the universe. And I think thinking about like being at war with the things in your life, like being at war with your identity, being at war with, um, you know, yourself, expectations, whatever that is. And I think, you know, At War with Stars, that title definitely encompasses all of these ideas of self-discovery and questioning the universe and wanting to understand fate or change it in many ways. And, and this book is very much about that. Um, so the first section is seeking. So the first section really embodies or might resonate with a person who is like trying to find their place in the world and has questions and, you know, doesn't get why life is a certain way. And the second section is finding, and that is really for for a person or for the person who has like been through the journey and have done the work, right? And and they're starting to see more of the beauty in the universe, and they're starting to make some some really wonderful observations about how they relate to the world. Um, so I thought that that title really encompassed kind of both of those feelings. Mm-hmm. And I do want to talk about COVID and how mm-hmm. did the the time through COVID maybe play into this book, or was it already released by then? No, so the book came out, the book is one week old, officially. Wow. So it came out a week ago. Um, The release of the book, it's funny. I was talking to a few, uh, this is, I self-published this book, like my previous two. 
but I was talking to some publishers and they're like, Rachel, we like this book, like, but we don't want it to come out in 2020 because 2020 is the year of COVID. Okay. (laughs) Like, yeah, everyone's reading like COVID books right now, and this isn't like good for you um, in terms of marketing. And my thing is, we've all been sitting at home, hopefully, you know, if you're being safe for the last 10 months, right? The universe has turned upside down, and we're all, we all have time to think about these questions. Like, people, people now who have these nine to five jobs are saying, like, why the hell am I doing this? Right? People are, have decided to, scale down their lives and travel the country. People are prioritizing. I think people are understanding more about their relationships, about themselves, about what they want out of life. And I think this book is so much about that. So I said, screw it. I'm releasing it in 2020. (laughs) (laughs) And it's worked out. Um, After a week, we're number one on um, a couple of like new book release lists. And I'm really excited about that and people are reading it and I'm getting, you know, messages on social media saying, oh my gosh, I'm so glad you released this now. Um, I love this book. Uh, so it's just been, it's been really rewarding and um, I'm glad I didn't let COVID stop me. <laughs> right. You're at war with stars. So why not just, just release that thing out there? Yeah, no, I think, you know, I think we all, we're all sitting at home asking these questions. So why like mm-hmm. wait until next year to release it, right? Yep. And I think you're exactly right. Everyone's asking these questions. Everybody's life has been put on hold. Mm-hmm. We did not expect any of this. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, and, you know, I really. And, and really fitting for this time after all. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, everyone came into 2020 and it was like this big, like, oh, this is, you know, it's 2020. You know, I remember growing up and being like, 2020 is so far away. You know, I grew mm-hmm. up in the 90s. <laughs> and it seems like this impossibly far date into the future. And we got there. And I think our world is topsy-turvy for so many reasons, right? And I think that we're all, you know, asking these questions and reprioritizing our lives. And in many ways, COVID has just been one of many crises that we've all had as humans this year. And I, you know, I think it was you know, it came when it was supposed to. So I'm glad that this book could, you know, address those, those things. Mm-hmm. And I do want to ask, we can't end this, sh- this episode today without hearing one of your poems. Oh man. Because, yes, absolutely. I mean, do you have one of those handy? Do you memorize those? Do you have the books close? Do I do. Memorize? Well, I have the book right in front of me. Um, I <laughs> don't have all of them memorized. Um, I'm definitely familiar with them. Obviously I've read them a million times. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know, the writing process I think a lot of people have this misconception that you like write a poem and then it's done and that is definitely not the case folks um, you write a poem and you write it again and you write it again and then you kind of sit on it for a month and then you edit the heck out of it um, so this book is you know it's had lots of TLC um, and I'm really excited but I do have a poem here that I would love to share okay would this be your favorite poem or I don't know if you want to give the best one away. Maybe leave that for the, the this people is, who purchase the book. But This is one of my favorites, but it has a great story okay. behind it. Perfect. So I like to read it. Um, it's called Cheeseman Park. And I there is a, if anyone is familiar with Denver, um, or you will be in a moment, but Cheeseman Park is right in the middle of the city. And in like the 1950s, Cheeseman Park was a graveyard. Uh, that was kind of like in the middle of the city in Denver you know the people in Denver the government of Denver was like wow we were dumb we put a large cemetery in the middle of the city that's growing and we need to move it so <laughs> what the city of Denver move did a cemetery that's a task 
Oh, it's, it's wild. And this is like a football field long park, like multiple football fields, like huge park. Okay. Hmm. And they're like, all right. So they, they contact all the people who had loved ones buried in Cheeseman Park. And they're like, Hey, you need to come pick these people up by X date because we're turning this into a park. Okay. So that didn't go well because only like, yeah, no, like 40% of bodies were claimed and the rest were not. So there is, so Cheeseman Park is now this, this beautiful park, Google it on weekends. And, you know, after five o'clock, everyone's out there with their dogs. It's like this beautiful, magical place. But it is said to be haunted because obviously it's a graveyard and, you know, multiple times they'll be like doing road work or something and they'll like find a skeleton and it's because someone's body was unclaimed. Um, but I used to live very close to this park and I was there every day and I was just thinking about how weird it is that, first of all, there's this graveyard in the middle of the city and it has all this like superstition around it, but how there's so much joy that comes out of it too. And I thought that dichotomy was really interesting. So here's this poem. Let's get to the fun part. <laughs> Maybe no, they walk among intrigued, us. So we, we got to hear it. Sorry. Go yeah, ahead. yeah. Oh, no. All good. Yeah, I have to read the poem for you now that you guys all know the background. Uh, but here we go. Maybe they walk among us, the ghosts who paved these streets, who made these rules. Maybe they speak in wind or through unseasonable cold or in the currents of blowing leaves. As the trees above groan, they tell us to run or hide or beg to be forgiven. I walk on their grave every day, close my eyes, inhale their wisdom, and feel nostalgic. But maybe I disrupt their sleep with pounding feet. Maybe I'm the one who haunts them. Wow. That's Cheeseman wow. Park. <laughs> Very cool. And how long are all of these poems? Would you say they're about the same length as this one, or some longer, some shorter? I think there's a, a nice variety in this collection. Um, when, I, when I'm reading the work of other poets or writers, I, I really like variety. I think it just keeps readers on their toes. So um, there are some pieces a little bit longer than that. There are some pieces, um, you know, shorter. But I, I tried to organize this in a way that it just had to keep your attention the entire time. Hmm. I have a friend from Denver. I'm going to have to ask him about the park. Ask, ask him. And I'm sure everyone, <laughs> everyone knows about Cheeseman Park. Everyone's been to Cheeseman Park and everyone knows that it's haunted. So hmm. I'm sure he'll have a story or two. <laughs> huh. All right. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that poem with us. Absolutely. And so guys, that's an introduction to what this book is about and some other things like that. Check out our Instagram too, because your Instagram is really, really impressive. Thank you. And I, I was really, I liked it. I was like, wow, this is really cool. I like your style of the typewriter and all that you're doing there. So, thank you. And thank you. I really go ahead and, and mention that. What is your Instagram? That way they can go ahead and, and take a look. Yeah, you can find me on Instagram. Um, my my ticker symbol, whatever we want to call it, is at R-R-N-O-A-L-L. I post poems on there every day. I also do a lot of giveaways. Um, occasionally, I will ask people to just send me their mailing address and I'll mail them a poem for free. Um, I think it's really cool to just send people poems in the mail. It's this kind of like fun, nostalgic thing. Um, but yeah, come hang out with me on there. I do a lot of Instagram lives, giveaways and all that. There's a really great community there. So yeah, give me a follow and talk poetry with me. Mm -hmm. And this book is available on Amazon. Is there any other place that it's available to? Yeah, it's available on Kindle Unlimited. So I know a lot of people okay. do have those subscriptions monthly. You can read it for free there where it's uh, $2.99 on Kindle. You can also, if you're overseas, um, you can get it at the book depository. All right, great. And so mm -hmm. my... We're going to down to the last few questions here, but um, how would you 
answer a question of our listener today who says, I'm on that road of self-discovery. Besides buy this book, what would be your advice for that? Uh, I would, you know, you have to keep going. And, you know, I, this is something I revisit a lot in my life, but it's so important to surround yourself with people that have the same vision as you. Um, and if there aren't, if there are people in your life who are, you know, negating your ideas or discouraging you from following your heart, wherever it may take you, um, it's you have to cut those people out because it's all about surrounding yourself with a group of powerful, exciting people who want the same things that you want. And the second that you have that sharing section, you can achieve anything. Yeah. And I do want to mention that you had a podcast. You said you had a podcast as well. I what do. Is that? Um, I have a podcast called Poems for People, and I do intimate interviews. Um, I like to say that it's human stories turned into poetry. So I interview people. Um, I only do recordings in studio. Um, after the interview, I turn our conversation that we had into a poem, and I give it to the guest wow, on the podcast to read it out loud. Wow, that's cool. Mm-hmm. And I bring my typewriter. That's a pretty fast, so you can hear that's a fast turnaround, too. You said that you, you have the interview and then make it right after? Yeah, I do it in person, live on the podcast. So I write the poem in wow. under like a minute and a half on my typewriter. I've, it's been so long since I wrote a poem. I'm sure <laughs> I don't even want to know how long it would take me to write a poem and for you to flip it around. It might surprise quick. you. <laughs> it might surprise you. But no, it's really great. I think it's the kind of podcast that, you know, there's something so validating, whether you've been through something great or something really difficult to see your story turned into art. Um, and so it's really great to validate that for people and then they get to keep it. So they get to have the poem forever. And I think it it just makes for kind of a really special experience for me and then for the guests as well. And going into 2021, I know you said you released this book, even though your advisors suggested not to, what, what do you have planned for 2021? Oh, well, um, I'm going to try to continue not to have COVID. Um, and I hope everyone out there is, is, you know, staying safe and doing your due diligence. But next year, I want to ask real quick, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. What does Denver look like right now with COVID? Because I saw the news recently in Europe, I think is going back into a lockdown. How is that? Yeah, Denver Denver? is on its way there. Um, so we are currently doing a, a safer at home. So, you know, if you can stay home, please do, you know, to protect everyone. Um, they've also closed everything after 10 p.m. So that's, you know, anything that's non-essential is now closed. Um, unfortunately, I think the election has predominantly taken over the news as of late. But we're having record numbers. I have friends that work in hospitals and, you know, the hospitals are full. So, you know, it's really important to just continue to, you know, be outside and social distance and, you know, do good for yourself and, and your neighbor. Yeah. Thanks for, sorry for interrupting. Keep going. Oh, no, please. No. And I think it's so important. You know, I, I don't want to be naive. Like I had big dreams for 2020 and 2021. I think we all did, but I don't want to be naive and like have all these plans. So I try, I'm trying to be really flexible um, with my 2021, but I am hoping, um, you know, next fall to have another book out. I'm hoping maybe to do some book tours. I've been talking to some people about, um, you know, kind of traveling around the country and doing some readings and stuff like that. Um, you know, going to continue to do my thing, continue the podcast. I'm also a college professor, so working on all that. Um, and, you know, just keep keep grinding, you know, keep being an artist. And anyone out there mm-hmm. who's doing it too, um, keep doing it. Yeah. Well, Rachel, it's been so great to have you on the show today. And I will put your links below for our listeners to take a look at um, the Instagram, awesome. the website, your podcast, if you can send that mm-hmm. as well. You guys can click on all of that. Check it out. 
Yeah, no, thank you so much for having me. I really I appreciate all the questions. Yeah. No, I think it was really insightful and it was it was great to talk to you. Yeah, and you as well. And so thank you again for being a part of the show. And guys, take a look at those links again. Thank you so much. Okay, thanks, Dallas. Thank you for listening and supporting another episode of My Life Now. Please remember to subscribe to our podcast show and share it with a friend. Together, we can keep the message of these books alive. Until we turn the next page together, stay classy. Thank you.